Good evening, everybody. My name's Brent Cedaram, and you are listening to another episode of the Zranu Podcast. revert back to our normal format uh, relative to last week's podcast. I'd like to thank Barry Scott again for uh, a wonderful impromptu podcast. It was definitely good times. Thanks for being my special guest. Uh, looking forward to hearing your new podcast. Um, today's topic or topics that I'll uh, speak to a little bit later on uh, came to me from a good friend of mine. We serve on the fire department together. And it really spoke to me in terms of all the things that we've been talking about thus far. Uh, You know, we've talked about getting started, pushing through the pain, embracing and learning from failure. But um, these topics really hit home for me because, you know, during these lockdown times, you know, we find ourselves spending more time alone versus with our friends and with our family. And as a result, we've sought refuge in more solo activities. We've started thinking more about life, about career, about our, our status or our position in our life. And more and more people are starting to seek, and myself included, you know, we're starting to seek change. But because of these lockdown times, because of the restrictions that have been bestowed upon us, you know, seeking that improvement or, or, or attaining that improvement is proving to be more challenging than ever. So uh, today I want to talk about um, self-discipline and the result of self-discipline is the creation of a routine and routines are um, a vehicle to make consistent change in your life. So grab a beverage, grab a beer, grab a snack, whatever you'd like to have. We'll see you back here in a minute or two and we will get started. So before we get into the nitty gritty about self-discipline, I want to kick things off with a simple definition. So self-discipline is our ability to control ourselves. Um, And I guess within the context of this podcast, it's not only the ability to control ourselves, but the ability to overcome our weaknesses, our fears, our failures, our regrets uh, in an effort to be better than we already are. Um, Until it was mentioned to me, you know, I never really thought about self-discipline, you know, as far as it relates to you know, getting started, pushing through the pain, all these different subjects that we've been talking about so far. Uh, but, you know, after thinking about it and doing some a little bit of research, like it's such a huge element. It's absolutely massive, but it's also very misunderstood and very underestimated as far as a vehicle to making that change in your environment and in your life. So um, with that, I've come up with about five or six different points uh, about self-discipline, and I hope you get some value out of it today. So 
the first one is about the people that we look up to. So, you know, whether it's that celebrity, that sports figure, that athlete, that musician, that entrepreneur, that, you know, man, I wish I had that person's life and man, that person got lucky or what have you. Simply put, more often than not, before they were famous or before they were rich, they were probably just like you and I, just regular folks. The difference is they found their why, they found something they were passionate about, and they, you know, instituted a mindset of self-discipline to help them get to where they are today. So, you know, don't think that all of these examples of the people that we look up to are a result of some sort of divine intervention or they're just naturally a genius or whatnot, which, you know, to be fair, could be often, could not often, but could be the case sometimes. But, you know, a lot of people just got to where they were by a simple, a simple grind and hard work. So, you know, saying that point number two, uh, self-discipline is really a conscious effort towards a particular process. So you have to force yourself to do it almost. Um, eventually that conscious effort turns into a conscious mindset where, you know, you believe in it and you've done it long enough that you're, you're, you're kind of getting used to it. You're seeing a little bit of results. Uh, you're changing the way you perceive your surroundings and your environment. Um, and, and, and it's pretty cool experience to, to know when you're at that stage and, you know, after that, you know, that mindset eventually leads to habit forming. And we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later as we get into the creation of routines. But it's it's pretty cool how all these things come together. So that said, you know, the first stage of self-discipline is really that conscious, conscious effort to changing a way we do things or, you know, starting a particular process that we're not used to. So, um Self-discipline is really predicated on our own belief that the change that we want to make is necessary. Not only is it necessary, but the change is achievable. So, you know, I believe, simply put, you know, you have to find your why and believe in your why. I've spoken about our whys before and don't underestimate how important this is. You need to believe in what you're doing and you have to have something in your mind to fall back on when things get rough. And when the going gets tough, believe me, they will. You need to think back as to why you were doing it in the first place and it will put you back on course to keep going. Um, So, you know, speaking of, you know, persevering and keeping going, you know, self-discipline is all about the small wins. Touched on small wins a little bit uh, when we chatted about New Year's resolutions, but, you know, it's it's the same thing. You know, we need to set reasonable and attainable benchmarks throughout our journey so that we can achieve these small wins as we go. And it's going to be the aggregate of these small wins that's going to result in a significant and consistent and long-lasting change. Um, You hear about all these people that want to quit cold turkey. You know, it's sugar or smoking or late-night snacks or whatever you call it. You know, um, you know, setting these outrageous benchmarks. And I actually think that quitting cold turkey is outrageous because everything, you know, change has to be uh, done in a thoughtful manner. And change takes a long time. 
if you do it properly, it does take a long time and you have to start somewhere. You have to start small. So I believe that quitting cold turkey, anything or changing something drastically is not the smart way to do it uh, because it's all about your mindset. You need to get your mind in the right spot in order to do the things that you want to do. If you don't, then you're going to have serious consequences on that journey towards change. And sadly, it could end that journey relatively quickly. So um, on to point number five, you know, self-discipline will involve sacrifice. There's no doubt about it. You know, it could be time. It could be material things. It could be food. It could be family and social life. You know, there's going to be something you're going to have to give up to make the change that you want. And you're going to have to tell yourself that this is all for a good reason. You need to know what your why is. Um, you will need to give something up in order to make that change. And that's where a lot of people get hung up on when it comes to changing, whether it's fitness, weight loss, you know, um, saving money. Um, there's something that you're going to have to give up. So uh, you need to change your mindset and you need to start learning to do without the things that you had before. So we keep talking about this, this mindset. And, you know, point number six about self-discipline is, you know, if you haven't heard the term paradigm shift, I would encourage you to, to look it up. Um, I wouldn't say I'm an expert on what it is, but, you know, from what I understand, it's really just changing your mindset, changing the way you see things, you do things, changing the way you think about things. Um, you know, uh, I'll give a personal example, you know, food and nutrition, you know, uh, over the early stages of my career, I worked in food and beverage for a long time. I loved food. I loved wine. Um, I thought that nutrition and eating healthy was just a, a cop out to, to eating good food that fed the soul, so to speak. Um, but now, you know, I've changed my mindset in that I start, I'm starting to see food for better or for worse, um, as more function over form, for lack of a better way to say it. So I change my perception of food in that I don't see it as an end. I see it as a means to an end. So, uh, you know, as far as changing my, my weight, as far as changing my overall status of my health, you know, I want to get rid of the instant craving gratifications. I want to get rid of the boredom eating. I want to get rid of some of the, you know, eating that may be as a result of depression or anxiety or stress or um, whatever it may be. Um, it all starts in your head. It really, really does. And it all starts with the mind. The mind needs to control the body. The body cannot control the mind. That's such a huge thing as far as making that change. Um, so, you know, the, the, the last sort of general thing about self-discipline is, you know, you need to understand your weaknesses. You need to understand your regrets, your failures. You need to know what you suck at and you need to face it and you need to accept it. You're not going to be good at everything and embrace the fact that you're not good at it and use that information to your advantage to change the environment that provokes that weakness. Maybe it's not about changing that environment. Maybe it's removing yourself from that environment to put you in a good place to start making that change. So, you know, face your weaknesses and accept them. So huge. Don't deny them. They are, it's what makes you you. Don't run away from it. Use it to your advantage. 
Um, and the, you know, I guess sort of the last sort of random point about self-discipline while you're on that journey is, you know, a, a judge of a, of a, of a person, a manager, a performer, whatever you want to call it, you, you never judge how good somebody is on the good days. You judge how good they are on the bad days. And I would invite you to use that same mantra on your journey. Don't judge your progress on the good days. Judge them on the bad days. So if you do your workout on one day and you feel awesome, you were motivated, you had the energy to do it, awesome. That's great. Do it when you feel like shit and you don't want to work out and all you want to do is sit on the couch and eat chips. If you can overcome that and still get your workout done, as an example, then you're well on your way towards changing your mindset. Here's the really cool thing about self-discipline. Um, at least I think it's cool. Conscious self-discipline is temporary. And, and here's what I mean by that. You know, when we make a change, we have to basically force ourselves to do something different. Um, so we have to consciously focus on a particular process for long enough in order for it to become a habit. So really you're changing a conscious effort into a subconscious effort and that will only happen if you repeat that same process over and over again for an extended period of time i think the the there's studies that say if you do something often enough for 60 or 66 days uh, it'll eventually become a habit so um you know habits and routines are basically the next step is sort of the evolution from focused self-discipline. So, you know, what's a habit? So a habit is an automatic or subconscious function or reaction to a particular set of stimuli. You know, it's very simply put, if you're a nail biter and you're nervous, you find yourself biting your nails and you didn't even realize that you were doing it until somebody brings it up. Um, you know, we're, we're looking to go from conscious to subconscious so that change can be everlasting in a sense, you know, the next step from habits is the culmination of many habits. So once you've got one down, you want to start building another habit and then another habit and another habit. And then all of a sudden you're coming up with a new routine. Humans love routine. We love our routine. You know, we love getting up at the same time and having our cup of coffee and catching the train at a certain time and, you know, sitting at the same place at the table and getting our lunch from the same deli or whatever it is. We are creatures of habit. We are creatures of routine. And forcing ourselves to change that is no easy feat. But you do it long enough and you focus your effort on that change long enough, you will find yourself creating and building and executing a new routine. And that is really the ticket. You know, what is a routine? A routine is a series of regularly occurring actions, or as we're talking about right now, a series of regularly occurring habits. So change can be tough. Change is a long journey, but 
you have to do it long enough or focus and force yourself to do it long enough that it just becomes habit. Habit forming and the creation of the routines is such a such an effective vehicle towards the change that you're seeking. So, um, but you have to start somewhere. You have to force yourself to do it. And no different than the gym, as an example, the more you do it, the easier it becomes and the less effort, for lack of a better way to say it, you'll put into it. And you'll actually find that once you've reached a certain level of change, you will start to crave bigger and better things because you know you can do it because you've already improved from where you were before that. So um, self-discipline, routines, habits, all these things are so detrimental to the journey of change that you are on. Uh, I hope that this episode has provided you with some value um, and I look forward to continuing this journey with you. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you at the next podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening to today's episode of the Zeranu Podcast. Big shout out to Ixon and Joel Bagali for providing today's music. Uh, if you'd like to connect with me to chat further or to be a guest on the Zeranu Podcast, please look me up on Facebook at Brent Cedaram or on Instagram at BRCedaram. Take care, everybody.